Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. I'm your host, Greg Dietzel. With me always is Josh Fisher. Hey, what's up everybody? How you doing today, Greg? Uh, I'm doing better. Uh, this is our, just a look behind the curtain, this is our third recording because apparently Audacity decided to shit the bed on my laptop, so we had a cool well, intro, we had a cool intro talking about like fucking uh, Whose Lines Anyway and At Midnight and then this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, to be fair, it only missed, like, it was only stopping, like, 30 seconds to 40 seconds in, so it's not like we lost hours worth of recordings. That is accurate. That is very true. Um, But, yeah, guys, uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, what Josh and I do here normally is we watch two shows in their entirety on an an internet streaming platform, uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, what have you. They have to be originals, just to clarify that. Um, But we give our thoughts and impressions in a grade. What we do on the off weeks, we do a show called Uninhibited, where Josh and I just shoot the shit. Do I, we have ideas for things, maybe a game or two, uh, something, something entertaining for us, for you. Um, but, uh, at this point, we're just kind of winging it. If you guys enjoy the show and there's something you guys want us to do, talk about, uh, anything, let us know. Um, at the end of the at the end of the show, we'll kind of throw out all the links and stuff for you to kind of follow and communicate with us on. But uh, as of right now, Josh and I both have games for each other that we will play later. Uh, one came about by just accidental conversation. Um, but the second game, I it's it's through a through a group, and I'll basically just be stealing their content in a way, giving them full credit. But we'll get there. Um, I don't know. Did they invent it? Did they copyright it? They invented it, but they I don't know if they copyrighted, but they do have it on YouTube videos. Okay. So and I'm, so we're gonna borrow a concept that has been used by these people. I'm yeah. I'm giving them one hundred percent full credit. I'm gonna. Send you guys to their channel, yeah, like, they're genuinely funny people, but we'll get there. What I wanted to talk about, Josh, I kind of mentioned it to you that I, that I had this thing happen. Um, so I, I, I'm sure a lot of you know who listen to the podcast, I do door dashing with my father. Um, I, I still live with my parents because, you know, life has not been kind to me. And, uh, um, to kind of, help pay for bills, my father and I do door dashing. He drives he's he's the he's the driver and I'm the legs, if that makes sense. And um but this is nice because I get to spend a lot of time with my dad. I get to have conversations with him that I don't think a lot of people get the chance to. And one of the conversations we were having the other day was on candy bars. And I had mentioned that I really like candy bars that have something in them. Like, I like a good Hershey's bar, but yeah, there needs to be a little bit something extra on a candy bar for me to be like, ooh, this is amazing. Um, that's why, like, Snickers is one of my favorites. But then we got on the topic hmm. of... What's that? 
I was just sitting there thinking about an angry you needing a Snickers to chill out. <laughs> you're having Snickers. You're not yourself when you're angry. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have legitimately thought about, like, man, I'm, I'm like, hangry. I need something. I grab a Snickers, and I'm like, that didn't take away the angry. It just took away the hungry. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so the topic that we got on, my father and I, was about Twix and Kit Kats. And it, mm-hmm. it was that my dad doesn't like Kit Kat, or, uh, Twixes because of the cookie. He just doesn't really like hard what? cookie. Yeah, he doesn't like hard cookie. Dude, He's the he, best part of the Twix, the shortbread uh, cookie. Right, I'm not, uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. My dad is, but I'm not. Um, but uh, uh, It's okay, your dad's wrong all the time about things, apparently. I mean, not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong, he is, you're not. Uh, but anyway, he... Um, when we were talking about it, he was. Bi- I was trying to get out of him, like why he doesn't like cookie, and it, and it came down to like he just doesn't enjoy a good cookie. He just doesn't like cookie, and uh, he's like, I'll, I'll eat a chocolate chip if it's soft, but a chocolate chip cookie if it's soft, but like a shortbread cookie or a hard cookie, I'm just not into it. And I was like, I don't like hard cookies either. I like crumbly cookies, which to me the Twix is you know cookie in it is crumbly. Um, so that being said, I, uh, I said, you know, what about, what about Kit Kat? Like Kit Kat's a nice, you know, soft wafer. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a, you know, consistency and a texture to it. That's really enjoyable. Can't stand Kit Kat either. Why? As it's basically the same thing as a Kit Kat. And I was like, or sorry, it's basically the same thing as a Twix. And I go, I go, no. uh, I was no, like, I no. wouldn't call a wafer a cookie. And he goes, well, I would. Yeah. He goes, I would. And I was like, all right, I'm going to Twitter. <laughs> so in a very dumb but for fun post, I posted. Um, I missed this one, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I posted the story. And I said, my dad doesn't like Twix because of the cookie, but says that, that Kit Kat is the same because wafers are cookies. I then go, are wafers cookies? And then the two the two poll options were wafers are cookies and wafers are not cookies. The poll ended with 29 votes. Not a ton, obviously, but enough. 41% said wafers are cookies. 59% said wafers are not cookies. I then had... How can that many people be so wrong? <laughs> I then added a, a, a thing. I said, uh, I, I added Twix and Kit Kat the corporate Twitter accounts. And I said, what do you guys say? Is my dad right or very wrong? <laughs> Kit Kat responded to me this morning. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they said, oh, Greg, this question has broken our hearts. Our wafer is nothing like a cookie. You'll, you'd never, you'd oh. never get that perfect snap from one of those. And I just responded like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. I was like, dude. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Can't compare a cookie to a wafer. Um, Fucking killed me. I for a dumb post that I was just having fun with. I cannot believe fucking Kit Kat responded to me. One of one of the two. So did you did you go show your dad that Kit Kat themselves? Oh said, yeah. See dad. Oh yeah. You're wrong. Oh god, yes. 
What did he, he say? What was so his he reaction? just thought it was really funny. He just was like, that, that's hilarious. And I go, so you'll admit that... He actually laughed? Believe it or not. Um, Holy yeah, shit. He, uh, just for everyone listening, my dad, he has a sense of humor. He understands comedy. He gets comedy. He just is so stoic in his expressions that he'll literally sit there stone-faced during like a funny moment in a movie or a, or, or, or a TV show not make a goddamn sound. And my mom or my brother or one of us was like, you didn't find that funny? He's like, oh, I laughed. <laughs> We're all just dumbfounded going, when? <laughs> <laughs> On the inside, I guess. <laughs> which, which, you know, when we did our little uh, all queued up home shopping network April Fool's thing and you let him listen to it and you told me that he genuinely laughed out loud, I was like, Hell yeah, that made me proud. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes it takes a, something really funny to make him actually make a noise. Um, but uh, with this, like, he just kind of went, "Ha! Oh my god!" And I said, "I said, well, you now admit that cookies are not wafers." And he goes, "No, they're still cookies in my mind." <laughs> All right, well, you're wrong. Just so you know, just just so you're aware. The the makers of the product even told you you're wrong, but yet you're still making this declaration of that. <laughs> it was very funny. It made, it, made, it made my morning. It really did. On top of, like, the shit I was already dealing with. Just on a, just on a side note for everyone listening. If you haven't watched Attack on Titan, this is a tiny, tiny spoiler alert. But it is an anime that is very popular right now. And uh, yesterday, uh, um, I had, I, would, I caught up on the whole show. Sunday they aired a new episode, and it kind of went into some lore, some history of of the world that exists. And I uh, I was kind of watching it, enjoying it. And later in the day, while I was door dashing, I had note I was in kind of in a shitty mood, and I noticed that like there was a certain theme that the writers for the anime were going for, very clearly to me. And I, um... Uh, I thought it was very interesting that they... That, that Polygon wrote an article basically kind of confirming what I had already thought, essentially. Again, don't want to go into it too in-depth, because if you haven't seen it, it is spoiler territory. Um, that's if you care to watch it, too. Uh... So I come, I like, I was in a shitty mood, and I started instigating people who disagreed with Polygon, because I agreed. I have never seen such fucking, like, a, attack vitriol on me as a person. <laughs> like, a lot of it's very stupid, because these, these people are just, they're acting like a story is, is only just, like, a story. I just like to watch these characters fight giant monsters, that's all I care about. When I'm sitting there going, like, there's so much more to the story. <laughs> there's so much more detail and information. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. They just refuse to see that. They're just like, no, it's just a story about these guys fighting Titans and trying to survive. And I'm like, sure, if you want to look at it from a very, very fucking simple point of view, that's fine. But yeah, they, uh, there's underlining themes and uh, content or uh, uh, subtext that 
I think works really well for Attack on Titan. And not one time did the writer condemn or accuse the writers of being, you know, like, following this terrible form of governing, of governing people. Yet a lot of the people who read just the headline thought that, because the word fascism was in there. And, uh, usually Polygon articles don't get that much attention. If I instigate somebody on a Polygon article, I don't get, like, over 600 fucking messages. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I looked at the, the analytics last night. That, that entire situation on Polygon had, f uh, uh, like, five, 50, 57,000 interactions. In some Good way, God. fashion, or form. Like, either people liking uh, a comment that was made towards me, uh, you know, retweeting something, liking my own co Like, I was like, this is out of hand. I had to mute the whole thread. I was like, I cannot have my phone just constantly fucking having notifications for that. Like, I'd blink Jesus. and I'd have max fucking push notifications. I was like, nope. That's I was insane, like, I just... Man. I just was disagreeing with you guys saying that it doesn't exist and agreeing with Polygon. I'm sorry? <laughs> Never uh, apologize there was a whole... for making a statement. You know, what you read um, into, what you get out of a story. Come on now. Well, I, no. I'm joking when I say I'm sorry. Like, oh. I'm, yeah. Uh, I don't, in no way, shape, or form am I apologizing to them for. Uh, reading subtext into a story that clearly wants you to read the subtext. Uh, that being said, I did share this with Josh. For some weird-ass reason, a lot of people were making fun of my name. So something about my name when you shorten it, and it's something that my parents did when I was a kid, so I just kind of kept it. It's not on any official document. It's literally just a nickname, but I had, it's, it's instead of just G-R-E-G, -E sorry, yeah, G-R-E-G, it's G-R-E-G-G, -G. so there's two G's at the end. Okay. Um, this is not terribly uncommon, but no, it's uncommon No, no, not enough. at all. Which I already knew this, and anybody that reads the description of our shows should know that. <laughs> right. Uh, so a bunch of people were making fun of the fact I had two G's, or just saying, like, that apparently Greg is a bad name. So I was like, that's a weird thing to make fun of me on. But because I have two Gs, somebody went out of their way, screenshotted the part in Superbad, where... Um, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill's characters are on the soccer field. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to remember their names. Uh, I knew you were. That's why I just went ahead and interjected them. I don't know why my brain just shuts off when it's like, yeah, time to remember names. Nope. Uh, well, that sound is from my fucking thermos. Okay. Um, I was like, well, that's a new Twitter notification I've never heard. If I... <laughs> so it's got, like, a lid on it that has a hole at the bottom and a little, like, uh, spout at the top so that way air can escape. Yeah. If I if I tip it over too far, the air yeah. escapes at a weird angle and makes that noise. So that's why I made that. Anyway, anyway off topic. Uh, so somebody took a screenshot of that with the caption and then just added a G on the part where it's like, calm the fuck down, Greg. It's soccer. Yeah. And the fact that they poorly added a G kills me. 
Yeah, he showed me the screenshot, and it was it was pretty damn funny. I was oh, like, oh, man. it looks like they wrote that in with a stylus or something. That's what makes it even funnier. It's clearly badly added on. And probably yeah, for comedic intent, because, you know, that shit was funny. Yeah, like... It's it's really interesting to me the the fucking like I commented to a friend I was like I was like this is getting out of hand and their their response was uh I noticed the kind of memes that they put up to make fun of you and it only screams what kind of people they are I was like yeah <laughs> agreed but uh yeah and then that, and then like the Saturday this last Saturday. Uh, so a week ago, I guess you could say, um, uh, I, I made another comment that got like 300 and some odd fucking likes on it and a couple retweets. And I was just like, I need to stop just interacting on Twitter because it's just blowing the fuck up out of my notifications. This is not helping anybody. I mean, the coolest thing that ever happened to me on Twitter happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, that was when I won oh, that yeah, uh, yeah. won that caption contest, caption this gift contest from the Netflix show The Toys That Made Us, and I uh, submitted an entry and I won a giveaway, and it's uh, some pretty pretty sweet stuff. Yeah, I mean John Fisher really won. Yeah, they they some- got my name fucking wrong. <laughs> like congratulations, John, and I'm like, yeah, they got the screen name right, and they got my fucking address, so that's all that fucking mattered. <laughs> fucking made me laugh. I was like that that I I was so tempted to comment underneath it just like congratulations John. I wanted you so bad. Dude, <laughs> what like, is, no. what is what is hilarious is this has been an ongoing thing in the ROC, the Realm of Collectors for almost 2 years now. Well, it started on a shattered cast uncut. Because what happened was occasionally I will write in listener questions. Uh, I used to do that a lot. I haven't here in a while. But, you know, wrote in, you know, and I like to ask the cast various, you know, get to know you kind of questions in certain situations. Because a lot of people are just writing in about toys. I don't like writing in about toys. You know, I've got their opinions on toys. I want to know more about them. And, you know, I've become friends with the entire cast. Uh, over the past uh, two years now. And, but when I was originally writing in, Bobby had a very bad habit. And I'd also comment on his YouTube channel. Bobby had a very bad habit when he was trying to reply to me. When I would answer a question, he would say, John. And, uh, you know, so I would write back, this is, uh, this is, hey, it's not John this week. And, you know, shit like that. And Robert D., he's always like, oh, you're forever going to be John now. You're forever going to be John. I'm randomly just going to call you John out of nowhere. And, you know, <laughs> so when I posted it, like, uh, I posted it in their Facebook group. I was like, check out what I won. And Robert D.'s like, John's back. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, though. man. It is good. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, my family has dealt with name issues for years because our last name is not phonetic. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, technically it is I before E, except after, you know, whatever. But 
people don't don't pronounce it deets. They pronounce it diets or diets, like shit like that. And it's it's like so that's been a thing my entire goddamn life. Yeah, because um, most families that have the surname of Dietz spell it D E E T S. Like the family in Beetlejuice. Exactly. Which that was a funny conversation to have with my parents where my brother and his and his wife were like, so would you guys, if we had a daughter, what do you guys think of the name Lydia? And my parents were just like, it's good, it's fine. And my uh, my sister-in-law goes, you don't think there's anything weird about that? or? And my parents are just like, played face, just like, no, it's a nice name, it's a good name. And I'm sitting there fucking cracking up. Just like, how do you guys not pick up on this? <laughs> Man. Mm. Oh, but yeah, it's uh, been a fun week on Twitter. <laughs> I hear you. I actually uh, went out Monday and did a few things. <clears throat> went to my comic shop, got some of the, uh, got some new paints, and actually got some brand new paints that uh, Games Workshop just put out in their Citadel line. It's a new type of paint. It's like a blend of a shade and a paint together. It's a thinner paint, but it's a transparent colors. And they look really great over metallics, and they look really great over translucents. So it'll be some some new some new paints to amplify uh, and expand my, my paint range. Actually, I've been trying them out, and they look really good. Ran some errands, and... Had to go to Walmart, and you know, I told you about my prosthetic not fitting properly. Yeah, yeah, because we had that conversation about. Uh, yeah, yeah. So for the listeners, the for the listeners out there, you know, yes, I have a prosthetic. I've had it since the first week of October, and since the amputation and wearing a compression sleeve and the gel liner with my prosthetic, the shape of my leg has changed and it needs to be recast so they can create a new mold for my socket when my when what's left of my leg below my knee slides down into the prosthetic. And if you guys so, are curious as to how he lost his foot, let's just say don't piss off the mop. Well, I mean, you know, I thought it was funny, you know, but... They didn't. No, no, they didn't. They really didn't. Never send a horse's head off of a stick horse to the mob wrapped in newspaper. They don't They don't think it's a funny Godfather reference at all. You asked for it. I did, I did. But anyway, because my <laughs> leg has changed shape, when I take a step, my my leg is actually moving back and forth inside the socket at the base of my leg. It's not a snug fit. So I'm not getting full control over the prosthetic. And when I go up steps, it shifts back and forward so much. I mean, I was showing people the other day, I can shift it and stick two fingers down in the front of that prosthetic. And you should not be able to stick a finger down in there at all, let alone two. So it needs to be. That's what she said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost didn't get that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, neither did I. But, uh, so. Okay, fair enough. Well done. So I get to Walmart and I'm like, you know, it's a super center. It's really big store. And I know there are several things we need from all over the store. 
and get into the uh, entryway there where they keep all the, the shopping carts and the motorized scooter carts. Um, and they didn't have any of those. I was like, man, and I'd already been up and about and doing stuff, you know, all day, and my leg is really starting to get sore. Another thing about it is because it's changed shape over time, it has gotten too short because there are periodically it has to be adjusted because when you walk and the impact and the things that you know there are little screws in there that you have to tighten and tweak to change the angle and pitch of things so over time it's gotten to where it is a half inch too short so i can take my shoe off on my left foot and stand up with a prosthetic with a shoe on it and i'm perfectly level and i can walk just fine However, I'm not going barefoot out in public. So, of course, my left leg is a half inch longer than the right as a result. So, I'm having to compensate as a result of doing so. It's putting a lot more stress on my left hip flexor and my left hip and my lower back. Combine that with the shifting of my leg inside the prosthetic socket and I was in a lot of pain. And there's no motorized. How often do you have to get it re- like readjusted? I've been needing to have it readjusted since early May, and the problem is I came down with a sinus infection and had to reschedule my appointment. Then, when I was supposed to go and reschedule it, he was out of his office and he had to reschedule. Uh, and then there was another day that I was going to go and then my kid got really, really sick and had to take care of her. So it's just unfortunate circumstances have arisen. And, you know, Misty's the only person that can take me. I can't well, drive I myself yet. And it I think sucks. That's, that's, that's totally understandable. I think my question is like, without any of those issues, how often do you have to have it readjusted? As needed. Uh, if I tell her something off in it, I have to call and make an appointment to go get it taken care of as quickly as possible. But the problem is, I've been dealing with this for about two months now, and it sucks, and it's it's right. causing me serious pain. And I just, I honestly would have never thought you had to have a prosthetic readjusted in general until you. Mentioned oh, dude! That. In like, the oh, first did- year alone, he said your first year of having one, you'll probably go through three builds. Because of the leg changing shape and stuff like that. They need to make a new build. So this will be my second build. They need to make a new one. And once, you know, after about a year, year and a half, then I can get a final, like, overall build. And that's when they'll start talking, like, cosmetic features and stuff like that. So making cool 3D fucking printed, like, robot-looking legs or some shit. Okay. But, yeah. it's, It's frustrating. But, yeah, man, it hurts. And, you know, I was at Skullfest the weekend before, so I was still really kind of worn out from that. You know, the 400-mile trip one way, 400 miles back, and then all weekend long, up and down stairs, up and down stairs. You know, I was really sore, and I was still recovering from that. But uh, it's just gotten to the point, man. It's, it's, it's hurting. And it's like, damn. But, yeah, get in Walmart, no carts. I was like, okay. Madison was with me. I said, go down the other end, see if they've got any carts down there. And bring it back. A couple minutes later, she comes back. She's like, no, nothing. I was like, damn. And so I was sitting there waiting. Misty's like, you want to just, you know, push a buggy or a cart? You know, buggy. That's what people call them here in this region. 
It's a buggy. Yeah. She's like, you just. I, I, I yeah, I understood buggy, even though. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody but you and anybody on this in the like North Carolina or anybody in the South area like y'all call them buggies. Yep. But and, and you know we know the proper terminology is is a shopping cart. Shopping cart. Yeah, we know the proper terminology That's is that. Fine. But you know, like over in England, you know they call them a trolley. Uh, right, right. Or or elevators or lifts over there. Where yes, they're like the actual and, name is elevator. So and and a, an apartment is a flat. And you yeah. know, yeah, I love the various usage. But yeah, yeah. So she's like, you just want to use it like a walker, and that'll that'll make make some difference. It's like it'll help a little bit. But dude, after about half an hour in there, I was really starting to feel it, and I'd counted. Four different people riding around on these motorized carts with no visible reason why they should be on these carts. Like, a couple of them were, were just mildly overweight and just looked like they were lazy. Now, I am aware that some disabilities are not visible to the naked eye. And I can understand those situations. But when I see you park that cart, get up and walk eight to ten feet, to get something off the shelf and then walk back over to it and get back on it. Your motherfucking ass don't need to be on that cart. Yeah. I was pissed. And it was a good another 45 minutes of us being in there before one finally freed up. And then I was finally able to uh, tool around on it pain-free. It sucks. I hate, I hate having to deal with that. That's the one thing that I do hate and it's frustrating is just you know i'm not a super patient person when it comes to things like that and i do have a high pain tolerance but it's gotten to the point where okay this really fucking hurts i need to do something about it and it's just you know it's uh the sad part is where i live in such a small area the prosthetist he uh he's a busy guy he sees patients daily you know and he's working all the time, and because he is the only guy within like a two-hour drive, three-hour drive, he services a lot of amputees in the area. So it's hard to, you know, I can't just walk in and say, "Hey, man, I need a, I need to put my leg up on the rack and make some adjustments under the hood." You know what I'm saying? I can't do that. Eh, it sucks. <laughs> so yeah, leg Maybe. needs leg needs a tune-up. I, yeah, I I was I was telling him, telling Josh listeners that uh, my dad also has to use carts, and one of the biggest things that we come across that really fucking sucks is we'll go into a Walmart or a grocery store of some kind or whatever, and uh, there'll be no carts, absolutely no carts. Um, it's very rare that I see someone in a cart that they don't need it. Nine times out of ten, it's like an old person or. Somebody who clearly has a cast on or, or a brace of some kind. Uh, but uh, I was telling you that one of the funniest things to me about my dad, uh, back when we would go shopping together in the morning, um, back before I started working for the school, he would uh, uh, he would be in one of those carts. And... Uh, He'd go up to somebody who was who was looking at like a bunch of stuff on on the shelf, trying to figure out what they needed, and he needed stuff in that exact same spot. And I would just follow him around the store. I'd have a cart, and he'd have a 
D.V. to be in the motorized cart. And uh, he would just stop behind the person that stared at him. He wouldn't say, oh, gosh, all of a sudden I'm gassy, all this fucking coffee. Um, all of a sudden, he wouldn't say excuse me, he wouldn't say uh, when you have a chance, you know, nothing like that. It was just straight up stare. <laughs> just stare at him. Just sit there and stare like a creepy neighbor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Eventually he stopped doing it, but I was just like, that. You want to say something? You want to say anything, Dad? Uh, let him know you're there? Yeah. But, yeah. uh. I'm, I, I'm, if if I'm in that situation and I see they're exactly where I need to be, like this happened the other day, I was looking for some uh, non-slip grip pads like you can put on the bottom so things to keep it from sliding. You know, yeah. like if you're going to have a, 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 say you got a lamp and it's got a felt bottom, but you got a glass disc you want to put it on, you don't want that to happen. You want to have something rubberized, right? So I'm I'm I need to get some of these things and there's a this gentleman and his wife and daughter they were in there and he was looking right in front of them and he was you know looking for a couple of things and I just didn't want us to be like hey I see what I need just let me grab that you know I was gonna let him finish you know and as soon as he finished I just swooped in you know but I'm not gonna stare at him I make idle idle chit chat with Madison or something or what have you. Yeah, yeah, like, just, like, I don't just want Just staring the, at somebody, like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, like, what I would normally do is, like, I could tell the person was getting, like, uncomfortable by my dad just, like, eyeballing him. <laughs> so I would, I would sit there and be like, hey, dad, look at this on my phone. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so let's, uh, do you want to get into the games, sir? Yeah, man. So, do you want to do yours first, or do you want me to do this? This one that I've cooked up. Uh... I think that, Let's go with yours first. Yeah, I don't think it'll take us long. So what yeah, prompted mine, this... What prompted this is my sister-in-law sent me an, a link to an article in the Huffington Post this morning. And the title says, Man gave meth to attack squirrel to keep it aggressive. And what it was, a man was arrested on a drug raid in Alabama. And he had a pet squirrel in a cage. And the police were raiding his uh, his residence and finding drugs. And he was threatening them to turn his attack squirrel loose. He says, I feed it meth to keep it mean. It's going to jack you up. He's like. And, you know, of course, they released it. They released it in the wild because they said there was no safe way to drug test if it was on meth or not. But, you know, so now there's a jacked up meth head squirrel loose in Alabama. I'm just letting you all know. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah, know, that's funny to me. A jacked up meth head squirrel. Squirrels only have like those four teeth anyway. How many teeth would one of those have? Holy shit. So I was like, hmm. I love seeing just crazy outlandish news headlines of true stories that just sound totally unfucking believable. So I picked out five this week and then I made up five. And I'm going to give Greg the whole list, and he's going to try to guess which five are real and which five are fake. Oof. Yeah. What I thought you were going to do 
was give me a real and a fake one. Just, just one, like two, and then I would try to figure out which was the real one out of two of them. I mean, out I of could, all five, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna I, have a trouble remembering some of them. I mean, I can do that. Let's do that because I'm gonna, because I can, I can suss out. Okay. I mean, hopefully, I can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you one real one and one fake one, and you tell me which one's the real one. Okay. All right. Um. Dog drives farm tractor into neighbor's house, or Bigfoot loves candy, says North Carolina woman who leaves treats for the beast and claims to have photos. Fuck it, Christ. Okay. Oh, man. Both sound absolutely plausible, which is killing me. <laughs> okay, where's where's the Bigfoot one located? North Carolina. North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And where was the dog one? Tennessee. Oh, I mean, we know Bigfoot's not real. <laughs> we we know that. I but mean, it we don't. But it totally we, makes sense we, that some we don't know that. I mean, there's no evidence to prove that there is one, but there's no solid evidence to disprove. I mean, could be a great fucking champion at hide and seek. I'm gonna go ahead and say no to that. Um, you don't know. The probability uh, is very, very likely, like 99.8% likely, there is no Sasquatch. It's 100% because me, if... The kid in me <laughs> wants to believe in that 0.02% that there is a Bigfoot out there. My problem with believing in Bigfoot, Bigfoot apparently, Bigfoot is that uh, it's, uh, it's cryptozoology. It, it falls under the whole, like... There's plenty of scientific, scientific, scientific uh, uh, study to discover certain creatures or um, uh, you know underwater animals or whatever. Like we just discovered a bunch of new animals in the ocean. Mm -hmm. We would be able to know if there was a fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just saying. There's some re remote fucking places out there, man. But it does make sense to me. That some cuckoo-ass woman would be leaving treats for what she thinks is Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that's the real article, and the dog one is fake. You are correct. So you're you you you're, you got one. Oh, that dog one is totally plausible, though. I've seen dogs riding oh. tractors before with their owners, and I've actually seen an owner put his tractor in neutral and park it park the brake and the dog accidentally released the parking brake and the tractor start rolling so it's exactly that's exactly what my thought process was all right uh middle tennessee man calls cops after being struck with water balloons by roommates or a six-year-old boy calls 911 on his mother for not letting him have dessert Well, read the first one again. Middle Tennessee man calls cops after being struck with water balloon by roommates. So it's two people calling the cops on the dumbest things. Oh, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn it. Um, it's, so, it's so funny because there are so many times I've read and heard people calling the cops. For the dumbest things. Mm -hmm. 
And so, in my mind, both of these are real. You could honestly have given me both of these, and I would be like, okay, I believe both of them. But if one of them's fake, I'm going to have to say that the the water balloon one is fake and the little kid calling the cops is real. Incorrect. Fucking damn it. <laughs> the six-year-old boy did not call 911 on his mother for not letting him have dessert. That's fake. However, there was a five-year-old boy that did call 911 on his dad for running a red light a few weeks ago. <laughs> I just switched that up. But yeah, this middle Tennessee guy, he called the cops because his roommates were throwing water balloons at him inside the house and he was getting mad. And he got, and one of them busted, and he got water on his face and his arm, and he was mad because he got wet from a water balloon. And he also said they had been annoying him and ruined his dinner a couple of evenings prior. What a fucking pussy. Jesus. Sorry. Wow. Fuck that guy. Wow. He deserved to get drenched with water balloons, I think. I'm, I'm made of sugar, and I'm mm -hmm. going to melt. That's mm -hmm. funny. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 one for two right now. You're you're one and one, so you're one fifty percent. Yep. South Carolina man charged with branding sharks like cattle, or police find missing missing catfish from restaurant pond. So dealing okay. with fish again, or with fish this so, time. So South Carolina so man I charged with branding sharks like cattle. Or police find a missing catfish from a person's land in a restaurant uh, for a, a restaurant, a restaurant's pond on a person's land, like in their personal pond. Right, right, right. He st he basically stole a stole a catfish from a restaurant and put it in his personal pond. Yeah. Um. See, my, my thought process is how many sharks are on the coast of South Carolina? Mm, depends on the time of day. Are sharks really prevalent on the in the fucking coast of Atlanta or uh, the, the Atlantic coast? Dude. Almost at the almost at the coast of Atlanta, and I was like, that's not correct. Yes. Okay. Well again, it was a question because I didn't know for sure. Uh Oh, I'm going to say that the guy branding sharks is real and that the other one's fake. You are correct. Okay. All right. The only reason I'm saying that, the only reason I'm going with that is because the branding shark thing seems a little bit more in the plausible realm because I could imagine a man doing that <laughs> where he's capturing like maybe dogfish or something to that effect. Yeah. Which are smaller sharks. Uh, but the other one, the other one sounds very like a, uh, like a hippie sort of thing. And I can't imagine anyone doing that with a catfish. Oh, it's a proud catfish. It's award-winning catfish. <laughs> Don't know how that's a thing, but that's a thing. Apparently guys, the fucking bottom feeder idiot fish is apparently can be a prize winning fish. Yeah, you've I'm, seen, I'm saying that in the idea that you've seen fishing okay. tournaments, right? Those things are, you know, usually measured by lengths and um. Oh, weight, don't, so, I've seen okay. noodling. I've seen yeah, I've seen noodling where guys pull out fucking like fifty pound fucking catfish oh, out of a hole. Yeah, with yeah, their with hand. their fucking bare hand. Yeah, 
my point is, is like that to me is different than the idea of like still having the fish alive and saying it's a prize catfish. That's, that's the part that I was like, what? I get you. I get so. you. A drunk South Carolina woman drives Power Wheels toy truck down the highway. Uh, or a moonshine still catches fire overnight and burns 80 acres of West Virginia forest. 80 acres. That's not a whole lot. How flammable is moonshine? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I mean, very. <laughs> well, here, okay, so follow my thought process on this. Alcohol in general is flammable, but it's only flammable to a point. Mm -hmm. It's very much like gasoline, where you can light the top of it, and it'll stay aflame, mm -hmm. but it won't explode. You have to vaporize it for the explosion to occur, and I use quotation figures on the word explode. Um, hence how gas works in an engine. Mm -hmm. uh, and how sometimes when they use like alcohol to do the same thing, it's the same idea. So something would have had to have happened for the moonshine to tip over or something and then start to burn a dry part of a forest, did you say? Or just 80 acres of... Like, 80, 80, 80 acres of woodland. Forest, yeah. Woodland. Woodland. Yeah, it's forest, yeah. What was the other story? Sorry, I was concentrating on just the moonshine one. Drunk, drunk South Carolina woman drives Power Wheels toy truck down the highway. See, that one seems really plausible, but that, that one to me seems like you read a similar story that was silly, and you just adjusted it to make it fake. So I'm going to say that the Moonshine one is real and the Power Wheels one is fake. Incorrect, sir. The, this mother son of a fuck. The, the drunk lady on the Power Wheels did occur in South Carolina, and she did not get a DUI. So happy ending. <laughs> oh, so I'm... Two for two yep, right now. Yep. Two, this two, is two. the tiebreaker. So you either get right. this one or you don't. Wallflower teen surprises classmates at party when, express, when expressing happiness at being called vapid. Or Florida man says he has sex with stolen pool toys instead of raping women. Jesus. Read the first one again. Wallflower teen surprises classmates at party when expressing happiness in being called vapid. Or Florida man says he has sex with stolen pool toys instead of raping women. You fucking threw a Florida man one at me. Ah, uh, shit. So here's my thought process. So the the. The Florida Man one seems real enough. Like, he was kind of caught fucking a pool toy, and he basically, his excuse is, well, I'll either fuck the pool toy or rape a woman. Which one do you want me to do? Is kind of his idea, which is horrible. Um, very horrible way of thinking. Uh, the other one, I don't know what context, I just punched my desk, I don't know what context that would necessarily fit under. Like, when was this teen spoke to about being a wallflower? 
Oh, That's she's very, just she's just this boring, dull girl who was hanging out at a party but not talking to anybody, and somebody called her vapid, and she was just pleased with being called vapid. I mean, it's, it's an irony thing. Well, I know, I know, but, like, these are news headlines. Yeah. So, so what, in what, like, why, why was she spoken to in that fashion? That's all, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to suss out the fact. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, it. man, teenagers, what can I fucking say? Uh, all right. I'm gonna say that the teenager one is fake, and the guy fucking pulled toys is real. You are correct. You went three for two. Yeah. Uh, he actually had broken into thirteen different homes in Palm Bay in Brevard County, and was stealing inflatable pool toys from private pools. And he told the police when they he got caught that he sexually gratifies himself with pool floats instead of raping women. Jesus Christ. He tr- they tracked him down and stopped him because he was riding a bike with a garbage bag full of deflated pool toys. And there were That's... about 75 of them in his house. That is sick. Yep. Okay. So you went three for two. That was fun. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that again. I mean, we don't have <laughs> to do it fun, every though. single time we do an uninhibited, but I think we should do that. You know, from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I um. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, maybe we'll make like we'll we'll uh. We'll do some other games in that. I. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. Okay, so, <clears throat> uh, there's, a, there's a group of people that I watch called the Valley Folk. They originally were on YouTube doing a thing called SourceFed, where they had, like, little funny, I don't want to call them sketches or, or skits, but they would basically, it, they were short videos that would talk about a news story, but they would add a comedic twist to it. And I really enjoyed watching it for a hot minute, but then everyone in that group left. They went on to go do other things. Some of those things were successful, some of those things were not, but the people that were part of it that I, the reason I started watching them at first was because, uh, I thought they were really funny. Um, they, uh, recently got back together and they did a group called Valley Folk where they basically asked Patreons to support their, their way of making comedy. And, uh, this has been the most successful thing that they've ever done. Hands down. Um, one of the guys named Joe Beretta, who has been, who's done a ton of stuff on the internet for a long fucking time. It, it, I don't know if anybody listening to this would remember, but there was a gentleman, um, or not gentleman, but, they, but he was in a group called Barats and Beretta. And, um, it was basically him and another guy. And they did small sketches. Really fucking funny. Um, uh, the other one is Lee Newton, and I only found her through SourceFed. Um, actually, as a matter of fact, the other two, the other, the other people I met through SourceFed. But it consists of Joe Beretta, Lee Newton, uh, Steve Zaragoza, and Elliot Morgan. Go to YouTube, search Valley Folk, if they're great. But the reason I bring them up is because Joe came up with a great game called the Movie Movie Game. Where the general idea is you create a, you create a synopsis, you create a, 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 a movie title that mashes two movies together. And then you come up with a synopsis 
that mashes the two synopsises together. But the way that you do it, I'll give you an example. So this one is a combination of uh, Shaun of the Dead and Dead Poet Society. The movie title is Shaun of the Dead Poet Society. The synopsis is two British stoners have to get off their couch to fight zombies and attend a class taught by Robin Williams. So the first half of the synopsis is Shaun of the Dead. The second half is uh, Dead Poet Society. All right. But you have to mash the title together when yeah. trying to think of what it is. Um, so you've got a few of these prepared for me to try to guess the titles by giving me the synopsis. I've got every one they've ever done. I'm not going to do every single one of them, okay. obviously, because that'd be fucking stupid. Uh, but I have quite a bit of them. So, um, they did a lot of uh, uh, horror movie ones, so I'll do, I'll do a couple of those. All right, you ready? Yeah. This one, uh, so here's the synopsis. A murderous machete-wielding killer terrorizes promiscuous camp counselors before magically turning into an adult woman who swiftly finds that being grown up isn't as easy as it seems. Okay. Um, you can kind of suss it out. You can say like what you yeah. think the first movie is, and then uh, um, Friday the Thirteenth, going on thirty. Close. Oh. Drop the thirteenth. Oh, Friday the Thirteenth, going on thirty. There you go. But it's wrong because it's Friday the Thirteenth. But yeah, right, I, I get, you drop. Yeah, you. Okay, yeah, I yeah, get you. Mash I get idea. you. Uh, let's see. Here we go. I like this one. I like this combo. Um, in this found footage classic, New York is terrorized by a mysterious monster who just wants to play catch with his dead dad one last time. Cloverfield of Dreams. <laughs> I like that one a lot, actually. I do, too. And now I want to watch uh, goddamn Field of Dreams. I love that movie. Oh, I love Cloverfield as well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. All right, I got two on this list that I like. Okay. A black man must escape the ill intentions of some white well-to-dos so he can stop a smuggled uh, primate from spreading a deadly virus that could lead to the end of humanity. I am clueless. Oh, interesting. I mean, I'm thinking the second part's like um what was the title of the Planet of the Apes movie with James Franco? It wasn't Planet of the uh, Apes, it was Was it Rise of the Planet of the Apes or I, I don't know. I give up on oh. this one. I pass. So the first half is Get Out and the second half is Outbreak. Oh Outbreak. So get Outbreak. Okay. Um, you might get this one a little easier because I know I definitely know you've at least seen both these movies. All right, a man must survive the murderous intentions of a good guy doll so he and a curtain ring salesman can get home to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving. What was the first part again? A man must survive the murderous intentions of a good guy doll. 
So he can so he and a curtain ring salesman can get home to Chicago for Thanksgiving. I mean, would it be childs, planes, trains, and automobiles? Yep, you got it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, don't like that one. That one's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> that one's. I'm not doing. That. I can I can uh, see how some of these are really reaching. Oh yeah, well that's that's part of the comedy. Okay. Like it's not it's a fun it's a for fun game. Like the videos have everyone kind of sitting there. Uh Elliot Morgan, he's he doesn't watch movies at all. He doesn't know movies in any way, shape, or form. So when uh <laughs> when given these, he's just like clueless and it's hilarious. Gotcha. So I'm gonna give you one. It's really stretching, but it's funny. Okay. Um I'll have what she's having, a heaping plate of Connery and a dollop of literary figures like Tom Sawyer and Captain Nemo teaming up to fight evil. When Harry met Sally's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Close. This is where it stretches. It's when Harry met Sal League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Salig is not even uh, a fucking word. So here's one. Here's one that I like better. All right. Here's one that I like better. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my scientifically gener uh, engineered monster woman, who I plan to bequeath to my scientifically engineered monster man. I'm the Princess Bride of Frankenstein. There you go. Yeah, that one works better in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're not trying to create a word that doesn't exist out of two words. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even though that is funny to me, like when they do when he does that shit. Um, and sometimes it does really work. Like, I'll get to one later that I think it works really well. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alright. Alright, I like this one. Yeah, you, okay. That triggered the Muttley laugh. Holy shit. <laughs> A cheeky British woman takes to journaling in an, an well. Let me try it again. A cheeky British woman takes to journal journaling in an attempt to improve herself, chronicling the juicy details of her love life while secretly hiding out in an attic in Nazi occupied Holland. Uh, Bridget A Jones' Diary of Anne Frank. There you go. <laughs> Oh, fucking Christ, that kills me. That one really got me. Apparently. Uh, let's see. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Jesus, that one's a stretch. Wow. Let's see if you get this one. It's a sentence. A sentence synopsis. 
This holiday season, a small boy is left to defend himself from Tonto. Home Alone Ranger. There you go. Oh, man. That one was weak. It was. Uh, an old man goes to court to prove that he is, in fact, Santa Claus and immediately gets his ass kicked by Raul Julia. Wow. Miracle on 34th Street Fighter. The movie. There you go. <laughs> Add the movie in there. <laughs> uh. Such a shame that Raul Julia, gifted and brilliant actor that he was, his last acting credit was fucking Street Fighter the movie. I mean, to be fair, Chris Farley's was almost Heroes. And that movie's not great. <laughs> so... You you dare put Chris Farley up there with Raul Julia when it comes to acting ability? Talking about with comedy timing. I mean, I love some Chris Farley, but come on, man. I was not comparing Chris Farley's acting to Raul Julia's acting. Okay. I'm saying that both were giants and greats in what they did. Okay, okay. And then, their last acting role was bad. That makes more sense. Yes. An angel named Clarence shows a family man what the world would be like if he disappeared and everyone stopped confusing him as the Messiah. It's a wonderful life of Brian. Got it. Nailed it. I love Monty Python and the life of Brian. Life of Brian is my second favorite Monty Python. Uh, uh, Meaning of Life is my first. Oh, that one's also a good one. Uh, a lot of people fucking always gravitate towards uh, Holy Grail, and as as funny as it is, um, it, I don't think it's their funniest. No, no, no. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I just like the concept of this. Um, a magical hat infuses a worthless pile of snow with life, and that makes Ma and Pa Kent super proud. Frosty the Superman? No. Uh, no idea then. Frosty the Snowman of Steel. Ah, oh, god damn it. I was on the route. Yeah. Oh, I like Durr. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Technicality, but I was right. And uh, I had the right <laughs> characters wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that happens a lot with me. Like, I'm like, what fucking movie? Um, Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. We've got a mystery to solve. That's it. That's the whole thing. Die hard Scooby-Doo. No. No. Um. No idea, then. This is less of a movie. More of a book series. Okay. You got the Die Hard part correct. I'll give you I'll give you the diehard part, but the second part is a book series that has to do with solving mysteries. Oh uh, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna spend all day trying to guess. I'm not a hardy boy or Nancy Drew. So. Uh Die Hardy Boys. Die Hardy Boys. God damn it. They're up. <laughs> all right. 
Uh, all right. I'm looking for another, I'd like a couple more. Because I'm just, I'm scanning through a bunch of them. I like this one. A young prince witnesses the murder of his father, leaving an irreparable emotional scar. So he flees and joins a secret kick-ass British organization ta uh, tasked with keeping the world safe. I got this one pretty quick when I was watching the video. Um, I don't. To give you a hint, the rest that I'm going to read are all Disney films. Like a Disney film is in it, so that's your hint. The, Always the, one the, part of the, it is a the, Disney film. The Lion Kingsman. There you go. I was trying to uh, think the princes that see their dads die, and I'm sitting here and thinking, I'm like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this one so much. Let your conscience be your guide as this real boy escapes from a chain gang and navigates the deep south on an odyssey to retrieve Pinocchio, brother, where are you? Yep. You got it. I fucking love that title. I don't know why. It just works so well. I love a brother where I tell so much. And Pinocchio um, terrified me when I was three years old, by the way. You know what? That and Dumbo. Pinocchio terrified also, me at the part like the where, where him and his friend, they were on the island and they were playing pool and drinking beer and smoking cigars and then they turned into jackasses. Yeah, no, I yeah, was, yeah. No, I, know exactly I was what scared about. fucking shitless for... I, w I wouldn't watch it anymore. I was terrified that I did anything wrong. I would turn into a jackass. <laughs> you know what? Then it worked. Did you know, before I read these last two, did you know that the original book of Pinocchio was written by a guy who quite literally was very annoyed by the rambunctiousness of young boys? And his entire reason for writing the book was to... Um, Make the uh, make make young men or make young guys boys in general like behave, and there was never a good scenario. There was never a good scenario for Pinocchio. That makes sense. I thought that was fascinating. Uh, let's see. All right, here's the last two. With the help of a demigod and her touched rooster, <laughs> touched rooster. An island girl seeks to restore the heart of a goddess and save her people, but before she can do so, uh, a ship or the ship is taken over by mutineering African slaves intended for sale in the United States of America. Holy shit! No pass. This is this is directed by Steven Spielberg and, Matthew, and stars Matthew McConaughey. Not seen it. Don't know. Pass. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Moana. No, Moana. Moana, Moana, Stad, Mo. Have you ever seen Amistad? Mo oh God, see, fuck that. I've not seen Moana, and no, I've not seen Amistad. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, this one I'm not giving you any help on, other than the thing itself, because okay. just by proxy, I think you should get both. Okay. Ones. Struggling with his parents' separation. In his new life on the plantation, a young boy befriends a sage advice uh, advice provider by the name of Uncle Remus, who spins yarn through songs like Shut Your Face and Kyle's Mom's a Bitch. 
Song of the South part? There's more to that. But you're, yes. Uncut, bigger, longer, better, I don't know. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Bigger, longer, and uncut, okay. But yeah, Song of the South part, bigger, longer, and uncut is the title, but yeah. Alright, well, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Some of them were reaching. Some of them, you know, I had no knowledge of the actual movie. Like, I'd never well, seen again, Amistad well, and, you know, or Moana. Like, again, the way, yeah, the way that they do it in the show, like, if you, if you go to, if you again, go to the Valley Folk on YouTube, watch the movie game. Uh, the way that they do it is not in a competition type form. They do it in, like, a just can you guess it. Yeah. And each person goes up individually and they film it and then edit it through. I mean, um, I got most of them. It's definitely just for fun. Uh, but uh, I was doing that the other day with my dad while we were out out and about. And uh, he was just like, he was exhausted. He's just like, I'm not getting any of these movies, Greg. But yeah, this one. Uh, yeah. Anything else we can talk about before we end the podcast? Yeah, no, we can we can knock off a little early today. <laughs> I thought that was gonna take us a hell of a lot longer. Not gonna lie, I did too. I did too. But it was cool. Um, it was an enjoyable time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, guys. Um, if you have any like game ideas that Josh and I can do, let us know. Uh, if you have any topics you want us to talk about, uh, any like trailers for movies you want us to discuss, anything like that, let us know. Uh, we're more than happy to talk about them. Um, but as of right now, we're going to end it. Uh, you can send any of that stuff to our Twitter account, which is at queued up podcast, our Instagram, which is, um, all, I believe it's all, queued all up underscore. Podcast. Yeah. All underscore queued underscore up underscore podcast. Uh, we have a, you know, a Facebook account or Facebook, uh, uh, a fan page, which you can comment, you can contact us on, but also we have a discussion group, which we like to kind of go in there and, and talk with you guys as often as we can. Uh, it's been fairly quiet lately, but we'll fix that. We, we've um, been really bad about keeping that going like current. Uh, you uh, know, you I'm know, guilty busy, of it. Busy lives and shit. Yeah. And let us know what your favorite candy bar is, since we talked about candy bars. Uh, but I think, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Guys, next week we're going to talk about uh, Jessica Jones Season 3 and uh, Dark Season 2. So uh, catch up on those and then join us next week when we talk about those. Um, very excited about Dark. Almost finished with Jessica I Jones. I finished it yesterday. There you go. I know that I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm going to throw this out to you guys and to Josh, but this isn't a Netflix original. However, it is very, very, very big, uh, big, Jesus. Apparently that's fucking rubbed off now. Um, it is a, it is a massive touchstone in a lot of people's anime lives. Uh, oh. Evangelion is joining Netflix here soon. I've never seen it. I haven't either. If you guys want us to watch it and review it, let us know. Seriously, we'll put it in the, we'll, we'll, we'll even put it on Twitter and whatnot just to see if you guys are interested in us reviewing that. Um, again, this is an anomaly. We normally don't do, uh, 
shows that are not, you know, directly produced by uh, Netflix or whatever else in that category. So if, um, sorry, if, if not, if, I don't know, just let us know. Let us know what you think. Jesus, anyway, spit it out, man. Uh, my brain just completely stopped. I'm Apparently. Just you gone. having a stroke over there? I I am. Uh, okay. But yeah, guys, uh, I think it's going to do it for us today. Uh, Josh, where can they find you online? A little bit of everywhere, man. Along with, along with here on every Friday. You can catch me every Friday night on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on a show that starts about 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, called MPSP Theater, where me and my friends that are on the show talk about a wide variety of topics in pop culture, nerd, entertainment, uh, along those lines each week. And you can find me on Facebook under my regular name. My profile's public. All of my social media accounts that you can follow me on are listed there. So if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram or even chat with me on Facebook, you can totally do so. Um... One thing I did want to mention, because before this episode publishes on the 21st, and by the time the next episode of Uninhibited starts, I will have began this. Uh, every year, I do a charity event uh, for Child's Play Charity. Uh, it is called the Four Job Fiesta. I play through the game Final Fantasy V. And I have limitations and restrictions on, set upon me on how I can play through it, depending on what type of playthrough I sign up for. This year I have signed up for a classic run, and that means I can only use jobs from the original Final Fantasy game. And that would be like a knight, a thief, a monk, a red, a white, or a black mage. I received my classes last night. I have to use a monk, a black mage, a monk, and a monk. That's going to be a very difficult and challenging playthrough. However, I will be streaming it on my Twitch channel starting on July 1st through August 31st. <clears throat> there will be donation incentives uh, to be given away at the end of August. Uh, you know, as prizes. Anybody that donates uh, can be eligible for these. Uh, a couple of the things that are coming out of my personal collection are miniatures that I have painted or am painting currently that are tied into Final Fantasy in the theming. Like, uh, I'm not going to announce what they are until I'm actually streaming, but they're either a creature or a job class that you would see in a Final Fantasy game. Uh, so I've got a couple of miniatures that are hand-painted by me that I will be uh, giving away as prizes. I uh, have some friends that are doing original art pieces that they are donating also as prizes. So it's original Final Fantasy-themed art. Some wonderful artist friends uh, from around the United States. I've got several people that have already said that, yes, they'll contribute. And hopefully we'll have more when the time comes, but... There is a donation button set up directly to Child's Play on my Twitch account. And, uh, you know, so all proceeds go directly to them. There's no 
middleman or anything like that. So it's like your donation goes right to Child's Play. So that's something I am going to be doing. Uh, it won't be an everyday thing, but it will be a multiple days of the week thing. Uh, I will be setting up a schedule. It'll be primarily during the day in the afternoons on Eastern Standard Time. But yeah, that is something that I wanted to talk about and bring up because this has become an annual tradition for me, and it's important to me. The first year I did it, my goal was to raise $100, and I raised 103 <clears throat> Last year was my second year doing it, and I said, I want to double what I did the first year. And I literally doubled what I made the first year, I raised 206 This year, I want to break $350. I would like to do that. I don't know if it'll be possible, but that's my goal. Um, child's play, you know, this event, it raises, it raised over 17,000, almost $18,000 last year. Uh, you know, they're hoping to break $20,000 this year and I would love to be able to contribute to that. So anything, if, uh, you guys are interested in charity, child's play is a wonderful organization. They donate, uh, through donations, they purchase and donate to children's hospitals, Video game consoles, games, accessories, controllers, tablets, uh, e-readers, uh, stuffed animals, building toys, educational toys, books, magazines for kids to check out when they're in these hospitals. Because as somebody who has been in the hospital long term before, it sucks being in there. So this is something that means a lot to me. And, you know, if you have it in your heart. Follow along, follow me on Twitch. Link to my Twitch profile is also on my Facebook page. Uh, but it's uh, twitch.tv slash nsabanur76 is the Twitch channel. And that'll be in the description, too. But, yeah, I just wanted to mention that, Greg, uh, because that is going to be happening starting uh, July 1st. But, yeah, that's uh, that's, that's all great. I got. I mean, uh, where, where can they find you at, man? I mean... I think I said it last episode or the last uninhibited, but I, I literally, if you if you Google Chub Rock Geek, you will find everything I'm a part of. My Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitch channel. Um, you'll even find some of my old reviews, some of my old videos. Like every like it, everything's there. It's fantastic. So just search Chub Rock Geek on on Google. Uh, one thing that's not on there is I do a podcast with my buddy Anthony, and now apparently Roman, uh, his name is uh, Vicious Roman. Um, he hasn't been on the podcast for a long time, so he's a little rusty, so we're trying to get him back into podcasting format. Um, but uh, one of the cool things is, is, is Anthony and I were having a lot of discussions about... Um, how we can do different things with the podcast to kind of run it better. And something that we were discussing was that the podcast is not our primary source of quote unquote income or, uh, any kind of any kind of proper success. The thing that is, uh, the thing that's giving us that is, is YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we are working on doing content for that. We're working on making sure that, uh, uh, and not just YouTube, but like, there's a group that we work with named 86th, and we basically have an ad for them, 
that runs before the podcast. Uh, it's cheesy, and we're actually going to read. We're going to do a different one. I've been writing some sketches, some small sketches. Uh, but uh, yeah, eighty six has been a fantastic partner, and um, like we have a little code that people can put in. I think for a discount. I'm not hundred percent sure, but if you like, listen to our podcast. Um, go to you go to you know a lot of our YouTube channels to our YouTube videos usually have an ad for it, but we uh we uh yeah we love being a partner with them and 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 that's been our that's been mission starts like main source of income so um we're just working together to make a lot of cool things happen with mission start we're changing it up like uh the the money that we got from eighty six year recently is gonna go towards changing the website name from just mission start podcast to mission start mission start dot com Mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about because it's been sorely needed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, check out anything Mission Start related, Mission Start podcast, the uh, the Mission Start tubes on YouTube and whatnot. Um, you can find my stuff there too. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, again, check out Jessica Jones Season 3, Dark Season 2. Join us next week when Josh and I discuss both those things uh, and uh, go watch Josh's podcast that he's on, the pod, the numerous podcasts he's a part of. Yeah, uh, I'm on a few. Come check me out on Mission Start. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's going to be it for us, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. We, we vastly appreciate your support. Uh, the Redbubble store is still active, so if you want a shirt or something, uh, with our with our cartoon faces on them, go uh, go get you one. Um, uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's gonna do it for us, guys. We will see you next time. Take care, everybody.